This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Today we feature a young lady who actually lives in the area. By the way, you are listening to KKNW 1150 AM. My name is Kevin McDonald, and this is Positive Talk Radio. And the young lady we have today is... uh, Her name is Celinda Wilson, and we're going to talk to her in just a moment. But first, I want to let you know that Positive Talk Radio can be heard on KKNW Monday at 3, Wednesday at 4, and Friday at noon. And then we also do a show on 3 p.m. on on KIXI, Kixie, and um, that's 880 on your dial. And you can go there and listen to that. And I've got a really incredible author with a tremendous story at three o'clock that you need to uh, tune in for on that. And while I'm talking about that, I need to talk to Nathan. How are you today, sir? Good afternoon, Kevin. I hope it's a good afternoon. It just started. So four minutes and so far so good. I, t- I know <laughs> it's it's like you have to jump in and you got a live show to do. You start at noon and then all of a sudden you're you're flipping the dials and making it all work and uh, and you do a tremendous job. So up and I ready to go. In, indeed, indeed. And thank you very much for bringing the weather that you have this coming week. It's going to be a very nice week, I understand. Uh, actually, I think my parents might be bringing that back. They're on a sailing cruise up in Alaska and getting the weather and bringing it back here. So I think we can thank them for that. But oh. hey, I'll take some credit too. I got to announce the weather. Exactly. Uh, a cruise to Alaska is that as much fun as well I've a been sailboat told cruise? So they're on oh. a sailboat. Uh, my aunt and uncle have like a fifty foot sailboat, so they're just going from Juneau, Alaska to Huna, Alaska. It's about a two-day voyage, and looks like the waters are nice and calm, the skies are blue, and there ain't any bugs biting them. Oh, that's cool. That, that's cool. I wish them a lot of safety and and enjoy themselves because it's uh, anytime you're on the water in a, in a boat, it's dangerous. Yes. In, indeed, indeed. So um, I wanted to uh, ask you, have you ever heard of something called a life solutionist life solutionist oh this is the first time for me i'm excited to hear about it yeah me me too and and uh she's actually a a local gal so does that mean the meaning of life is not 42 (laughs) are we gonna find that out is that gonna be like just mind blown on the show i hope i i think i think we will she is she's a wonderful She's got a lot of energy to her, and she is a coach. She's been in healthcare, and she works with people all over the world to help them figure out their own life solution. How about that, huh? There we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so great. So, uh, and, and you know, we didn't have a chance because I tend to screw up names, by the way. And uh, so, I just wanted to make sure it's Celinda Wilson, correct? That's correct. Yeah. Oh, goody. I, I did it. it correctly. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> and, and by the way, I'd like to thank your parents for naming you that because I can pronounce it. Wonderful. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks for having me. 
Oh, it's great to have you here. And uh, by the way, you are a local gal. You live in uh, the wonderful city of Kent, which I lived in for, gosh, 30 years. And mm -hmm. uh, and you are in Kent now. Is that right? That's right. I am. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. But you also work all over the world. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Via online Internet. So that's the way I work all over the, you know, all over the world that way. Yes. Well, you know, as you know, the cool thing is, and I want uh, Nathan to speak to this, is that this show in 2003, just mm -hmm. to give you background, when I started the show, I would come in with a stack of CDs mm -hmm. uh, and then they would put a CD in and they would tape the show and I would get a little CD of the show. But that was it. It was done. It went yeah. out through the airwaves and it was gone. Now I'm going to have Nathan tell you all of the ways that we get out to you now well with the beauty of internet everything goes undetected goes detected i should say and everything gets recorded so we're going out onto facebook and youtube and of course we have a dedicated recording software that just takes the whatever we're broadcasting to the air and constantly records it on a 24 hour seven days a week 365 days a year basis. So everything that goes onto the air is available in an archive and uh, virtually nothing can ever get lost. Even if I do hit that dump button. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, right? Definitely. Well, and the cool thing is, is that uh, today we are featuring you uh, not only on KQNW 1150 AM, which is going all over Seattle, the greater Seattle area, but also on my YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, and KKNW's YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And those are all done live. So if you can't listen to this, if you're by a computer and you don't have an AM signal, you can go to either KKNW's YouTube or my YouTube, uh, which is Positive Talk Radio, and they'll be able to see your beautiful face in our, our <laughs> conversation today in total right now i'm correct in that aren't i and kevin i don't think we've ever mentioned on your show that there is a kknw app you can download to your smartphone and just click that little button and boom kknw starts playing boom wow i had i you know i did not know that I, you know, so you have a kknw app now that's been around for a while but yes we do well it hasn't been a while in my world so <laughs> that's 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 really good so so we are I really believe that this is the future of broadcasting, by the way, uh, because we not only do this and we turn it into a podcast that gets uh, sent to 50 or so different platforms, but it's live, it's real, and we're, we're everywhere. So it's, it's great to have. And by the way, I hope that doesn't make you nervous. <laughs> I was just thinking in my head, like, I would not have done this like a few years ago for somebody who has a little social anxiety. I would not be in front of cameras like this and speaking to people all over the world that would be like too much but this is fine well i i gotta tell you <laughs> it's it's not too much for you today no nope i'm here absolutely um, very, very good now if you want to go to our website which you can do go to celindawilson.com and that's um c-e-l-i-n-d-a wilson uh mm -hmm. dot com and you can find out all about her there and um it's, it's in, and one of the first things that I noticed from your website mm -hmm. is you are, and Nathan and I talked about it at the beginning, you are a life 
solutionist. I hadn't heard that term specifically before. Could you explain <laughs> to our audience and everybody that's listening what that means exactly? Yeah. So when I when I came up with that name, actually, I didn't come up with it. I realized it does have a different meaning. Um, life solutionist has a definition of um, someone who works with end of life care, getting things together. But that's not the type of life solutionist that I am. Um, when I was thinking of it, it's more of someone that has some life solutions that people can um, can use in their life. So helping people solve problems. That's what I do. Help people solve problems. You know, a lot of us um, that that don't have coaches, uh, and I, I, by the way, I encourage everybody to have a coach because they can provide you with insights that you are blind to and you won't see from yourself. Mm-hmm. And somebody else can look, give you that look from the outside and, and make it seem really real for you. Um, but if you don't have one of those and you are not feeling like you are living your best life, um, and I've got to ask you this question because a lot of people, they go through life. I, I did this myself. Mm-hmm. I went through life and, you know, I did what everybody said that I was supposed to do, mm-hmm. was to um, get an education and then go get a, a j- 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 job and then get married and then have kids and then have a house and a picket fence and climb the corporate ladder. And, and then you, you, that's, that's, that's really all they say. <laughs> and, but there came a point in time in my life when I said, you know, I got the house, got the kids, got the wife, got the dog, got a cat and two cats and all of that, but I'm not fulfilled. And I don't know why. And um, so the question started rattling around in my brain. Why am I really here? And what am I here to do? And I'm finding that that is a very common question. Is that a common question that people ask you? Absolutely. I'm actually finding people 27 to 35. That's, uh, that's about the time you start questioning your, you know, what are you doing here? And what is your purpose in life? And, you know, what can I do to make it more fulfilling? So I get a lot of 27-year-olds that have come through feeling lost and just needing a little guidance. And so what I do either clarity coaching-wise is I can help people uh, figure out what their goals are in life or life coaching-wise help people figure out what their purpose in life is. So those are very different things. And yeah, that's definitely around the time that people start questioning. When you are working with somebody to figure out what their life purpose is, mm-hmm. how do you do that? Is that is that by going through the resume and saying what they've done or what they like to do or what they're passionate about? How does all that work? Yeah, definitely. Um, asking powerful questions and mainly finding out what their strengths are. What are the things that they enjoy in life? Um, what things make them smile? Um, so asking questions that surround that. I even, if I'm with the uh, person, I, if I'm in their environment, maybe drawing from their environment, things that may be strengths for them or from family members or whomever to help them figure out what their, what their strengths are so that they can start creating goals to move towards what their purpose is in life. Is it easy for people to make that change? Um, Easy. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> that's a powerful you know, word all by itself. 
you know, everyone is a little bit different in how they handle moving towards their life journeys. So easy, it can be easier for some and for others, it just really depends on how lost they feel. It may be a little more challenging. And so that's where a life solutionist or a life coach is there to be supportive and to motivate and kind of steer the person in the right direction. I've talked to people that have said that to me, that, mm-hmm. that I don't know what I'm going to do with myself and I don't know. Um, and then I say, well, what are you passionate about? And they'll say, well, I don't know. I, I can't, I have no earthly idea what I want to do uh, as I, as I grow older. And, and when you look at the talent, the totality of life, cause it, it's not, you know, and a 27 year old doesn't understand, or maybe they do. And you can help me. Do they understand what it's like with, if they're 27 today, what their life is going to be like when they're 60? <laughs> I don't think that anybody really knows what their life's going to be at at 60. That's, um, I mean, you can have an, maybe have an idea, but you really don't know. Like, I didn't know what my life was going to be like at 44, right? I have no idea. Um, I had no idea what it would be like today. But so a 27-year-old, would they know? I, I don't think so. I think it takes time to figure that out. So now, so Linda, somebody would have told you five years ago, 10 years ago, that you would be sitting here on uh, June 23rd, 2023, talking to me on the radio. Uh, would you have believed them? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be like, oh, okay. And I would just take it as their perception or their opinion and be like, oh, okay, all right, sure. But if I don't feel that for myself or I didn't see that for myself, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't believe it. So. Well, you can believe it now because, right. <laughs> because you are here mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I was looking through your website and you've got lots of testimonials and people that have worked with you in the past and, mm-hmm. and they all have got glowing things to say about you. What makes you so special? I don't think I'm so special. <laughs> I, I consider myself. Oh, come on, to- own it. Own it. Come on. I no. mean, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't look at life that way. I just am, I feel like a person that just has a lived experience like anyone else, but maybe a slightly different perspective because of how my upbringing was. And, but it doesn't make me, I don't feel like special. It just, I have different perspective and that's, that's literally how I see it. Well, and you have uh, spent some time reading one of my favorite authors and one of the, my favorite speakers of all time. And sadly, he's no longer with us, but Wayne Dyer, uh, mm. you list as somebody that had an impact in your life. How did he impact your life? I'm just reading, uh, reading one of his books, which I can't think of a title at the moment, but um, it really just opened my eyes in terms of learning myself, um, learning how to, yeah, learning, learning how to navigate this journey. Um, but I've read lots of different authors and they all contribute in a different way, but it, it's all about self-development and personal development. And I'm, I'm glad for it because that's something that I have a passion for is trying to be a better version of myself than I was a minute ago, right? Or yesterday, just continue to push on. Yeah. 
and you're moving forward in in that and you're and you're and you're becoming a better version of yourself all the time mm-hmm. uh is that because of a um a desire on your part that you go to every day saying i'm going to do the best i can today um i don't i don't really say that in my head but i know that this is just part of me so you know for example it's really it's really easy to start something for example like a a water habit, right? If you're not good at water, you try to start a habit and of, of doing that. And it's easy, it's easy to fall off of that. But the, the thing to remember is that you always have the opportunity to start again and push yourself a little bit further and figure out what it is that's hindering you from keeping on that good path. So I just, um, <laughs> I just, if I want to do better at something, I work a little bit harder, try to figure out what it is that's stopping me, and then try to fix that, move, keep going, one foot in front of the other. That's the way to go. Now, yeah. um, I got to ask you, I've I've heard of a lot of people, and I know a lot of people who have a beer habit. What's a water habit? <laughs> water habit is a great way to um, introduce self-care, right? We have to take care of our bodies, and so I've, I've particularly been a person that has not enjoyed drinking water because it's tasteless kind of, right? (laughs) But like right now I've got my lemon water and I have been drinking it more regularly. I get off the water habit. Um, I call it a habit because it's something that you want to incorporate. I want to incorporate into my life to improve my life. I know the benefits of it. And yeah, I just want to, I want to, I want to make it stick. I want to make it part of my life regularly. There are some people that would say, you know, they tell me that I'm supposed to be drinking eight, eight ounces of water a day. And that seems like a tremendous amount. Is that, is that how you, when you coach somebody, do you coach them to strive for that goal? I may mention that, um, but it's different for everyone. Everyone's a different body shape and size. Um, and it really, I mean, a person who hasn't drank water regularly in years, it's going to take a lot longer for the water to actually work its magic, if you will, right? It's going to take a lot longer for it to um, hydrate your cells and get into your cells the way that it's supposed to. So I wouldn't say, yeah, you need to go drink 64 ounces of water, um, knowing that drinking 64 ounces of water may not be a good goal for that person. So drink as much water as you possibly can and start keeping track of how much water you're drinking and try to increase it as often as you can is a a better way of doing it rather than saying, you know what, I'm going to hit 64 ounces or some people are like that. It's different for everybody. So the way that I can help someone is kind of knowing by having conversation with them what may work better. So some people, it's the 64-ounce goal, but other people may be, okay, we'll just try start by drinking a cup a day and try to increase it and see what happens, you know? Now, the interesting thing about that is um, I also heard from somebody else from another study that you're supposed to drink half your body weight. And it's like, okay, that's 100 ounces a day for me or half your body weight. That's 100 ounces of water for me. That's a lot of water. It's a lot of water, but we are what? It's uh, 80, 70, 70 to 80 ounce uh, percent of water. Sorry, I'm getting a little tongue tied here, but we're like 70 to 80 percent water. Right. So we have to 
replenish ourselves. It only makes sense. Like first thing in the morning when you wake up, what you should be doing is drinking some water because why? We've inhaled, exhaled all night and we are releasing a lot of water through our, our inhalation. Um, and so you should drink water in the morning, drink water throughout the day. Um, some people even think that gulping water is the way to go. But again, your body's not going to absorb all of that. You're just going to kind of pee it all out. So, so throughout the day is the best way to go. Sips. Yeah, 100 ounces of water. Well, you get to pee out of that <laughs> a lot all day. Oh, yeah. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about you. You, Your background is uh, in healthcare. Mm-hmm. And you spent some time there. How long did you spend in healthcare? Oh, about 21, 22 years. When you were 10? <laughs> I started in 1999. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And, and I've, I started the radio show in 2003. So I've been almost doing this as long as you've been in healthcare. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what did you do in healthcare? Uh, I was a medical assistant. Well, I've done some other things too, but. Just medical assistant is probably the best um, way to look at it. And I, I loved it. I really did. Going in, helping people feel better uh, and creating great relationships with doctors and just learning so much. And yeah, I really enjoyed that as well. And so what decided you, so what did you do next? Was it become a coach or did you, was there something, a bridge in between? Yeah. Um, so then I decided I wanted to teach or, well, actually what I did is I decided I wanted to do something different. I looked at some classifieds and I was like, oh, there's an opening for um, being a professor. And of course, I didn't really fit all the qualifications that they had, but I was like, I'm always a person that's like, don't limit yourself. You never know what's going to happen. So go ahead and apply for this teaching job. It happened to be for medical assisting. So I applied for it. And I really wanted it. And so I did what I felt was necessary to get it, which was, you know, focus on what I need to do to get that to get that position. So I became a medical assistant instructor and I enjoyed that as well. Showing people what I have learned over the years as a medical assistant and how to connect with other people, how to treat other people. Um, And yeah, that that's that was my bridge. So I did that for about five years. And also I started as a holistic health practitioner at the same time and kind of just used what I learned from being the holistic health practitioner and put that in my classroom as well so that I could create like a holistic learning environment. So needless to say, I kept a 4.9 out of 5 rating for that entire um, five-year span and people really appreciated it. And I appreciated it too because well-being is very important. So, What is the difference between a health practitioner and a holistic health practitioner? A holistic health practitioner is thinking of mind, body, soul. Um, and so just the person as a whole, every every part. So mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, feeding those areas. Which do you find of those four is the most challenging uh, for people? Um... You know, hmm, the most challenging. Again, I feel like it's individually, um, either mentally more than physically. Those seem to be neck and neck. People always have hope. 
And so I don't see that they have a lot of um, issue with that area of spirituality, but yeah, mentally and physically, definitely, and then emotionally. Is Does it have to do uh, in a lot of cases with their upbringing and their what happened at home and some of the trauma that they experienced i you know i'm here to i'm and i know that you'll agree with this virtually everybody on the planet at one point or another to some level or another Mm -hmm. has experienced trauma go ahead sorry yeah absolutely uh definitely has to do with your upbringing and you know how much trauma you've experienced some people don't realize uh They don't realize that certain behaviors or characteristics, their personality, they don't realize that's really tied into all of your past life experiences. And so sometimes sometimes we do things that will hold us back. And again, we're not aware of the reason why. And that's why it's very important to do things that are going to help you learn more about yourself. If you learn more about yourself, you can uncover those areas and begin to take more control of your life. Did I answer that question? <laughs> I feel like I'm on a game show. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, did, you, did, you did beautiful. And I don't want you to feel yeah. like you're being cross-examined by somebody. <laughs> I'm, because yeah. a lot of these questions are people that are listening to us are interested in because if they haven't had a coach and they don't know what the benefits are and what they can actually get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and a lot of a lot of us, are wallowing in our own uh, misery and grief because of what happened to us as a kid. Mm-hmm. And um, and what I'd like to talk to, me, to you about, and I'll, I'll give you the break to kind of kind of figure it out, is is that, uh, um, as an example, I've, I've had what I would call in my life a bad country music song period. Okay. Where, you know, my dad died, my my dog died. My wife left. I lost my house and was uh, sued and, and a bunch, you know, a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And through that, rather than saying, ah, oh, Dean, dang, dog, got it. There's all these horrible things are happening to me. I, I flipped it into how can I learn from this experience and what is it going to teach me that I can carry forward in a very positive way mm-hmm. and, and for number one, forgive the people who I felt in my in my life wrong to me, but also to move forward so that I could take those experiences and apply them in a positive way later on. If that makes any sense at all, what, <laughs> you're not in your head, so apparently it does. So we're talking with Celinda uh, uh, Wilson. And go to CelindaWilson.com. You can find out all about her. She's Justin Kent. And uh, when we come back, too, uh, we'll open up the phone lines if you're a friend of Celinda's because uh, um, you can give us a call and and uh, talk to her and and uh, maybe even give her a, uh, a plug or two. So so uh, you're listening to Positive Talk Radio on KKNW 1150 AM. My name is Kevin McDonald, and we'll be right back after these messages. Take it away, Nathan. Hey, PTR loyal listener. First, thanks for being in my dream. And second, I have a new concept in business to share with you. It's called socialpreneurship. So what's that? Well, it's the idea that any company designates all profits beyond expenses to be awarded to a local or international charity or project, which is working to achieve good in the world. KM Media is such a company. 
We believe that it's important for us to give back whenever possible and to make great things happen. So I hope you'll join us in creating this new business model that will positively impact all of us. In the next few weeks, we will lay out the plan and begin our fundraising efforts. So stay tuned for more details right here on Positive Talk Radio. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey, thanks for listening to Positive Talk Radio. Did you know that we're also a media production company? Well, surprise, we are. We can create all kinds of audio video products to fill any need. Please visit kmmedia.pro backslash our dash store for a complete list of products and services. In addition, do you need a great voice to add to your own website or any other project? I know that we can add depth and quality to your work. I've been told more times than I can count by many professionals in the business that my voice adds to the quality of the presentation. So let me create something for you. Please contact me at Kevin at KMmedia.pro and let's create something great. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio right here on KKNW, 11.50 a.m. And thank you for being here. And uh, we've got a great uh, coach with us. She lives in Kent, Washington, so you can get a hold of her. By the way, Nathan is standing by. And if you'd like to give us a call, if you know her or would like to ask a question of her, you certainly may do that by calling 425 373 Five five two seven. Thank you for putting up the numbers, Nathan. He is so on top of it. I gotta tell you. And or toll free one eight 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 two nine eight five five six nine. And you can talk to Celinda and find and anything that's on your mind, on your heart today, you can talk to her about. Um, and also, by the way, I wanted to let everybody know that if there is a charity or a nonprofit that you believe in. Uh, let them know we're looking to partner up with one um, to continue forward to to help them and uh, to to donate to them any profits that we may accumulate over time and that kind of thing. So if you're interested in that, uh, you can go to Kevin at KMmedia.pro. That's Kevin at KMmedia.pro. And let me know what the charity is and how to contact them. And then we'll see if we can't work out a deal that will make sense for them. So, uh, Celinda, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much. <laughs> do, you, do you feel comfortable? Are you, are you yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm great. I'm great. Got my feet up here and just... <laughs> your lemon water. Drinking my lemon water. You're, you're, doing, you're doing really good. So yeah. I wanted to ask you, how is it that most people... Well, well I, I shouldn't say most people, but many people, um, when they have negative things happen in their life, uh, they internalize it to the point where it becomes part of who they are. They think about um, grief and somebody that may have passed or, or somebody that did, that did you wrong in the past. And so you are constantly thinking 
nobody loves me or everybody is out to get me or life is treating me poorly. How do you flip that? Can you flip that? I did myself, but can you do it for, can you help other people who might not be as crazy as I am be able to do that for themselves? <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely can help other people do that. And again, it's about, I, I don't have a, a specific list of questions I ask, but it's more about conversation. So allowing a person to be able to express what's on their mind openly, freely, without judgment, um, to express what's on their mind so that I can ask questions that are going to be thought provoking. Um, and I don't like to, um, I don't like to just offer advice, but I may say something like, well, if it were me in that situation, this is how I would handle this. And this is why I would handle it this way. Um, but everybody's really different. It is something that can be flipped. And I wanted to ask you, um, when you got to that point in your life, what, what age were you? Were you well, when I, when I flipped it, it was when I was 42. 42. And uh, because I, I, I was going through, a, well, I went through a period of why am I really here? And then I then I went through a period of learning about spirituality and learning about myself and meditation and spirit guides and all of those things. And that's when I started the radio show in 2003 and did that for almost a year. But then because of the financial burden I'd put on my family and stuff, there was some issues that cropped up from that. And in a day, so after that, I had gained the knowledge from all the people because I talked to people like uh, Neil Donald Walsh and, and Gary Zukoff and, and many, many others that were very enlightened as far as how life worked. Mm -hmm. And so I could understand a little bit about that. So rather than to poop, rather than to uh, wallow in my own grief, as it will, as it were, I just decided that I don't have to live that way mm -hmm. and I'm not going to. And even though there were some pretty, pretty, in my opinion, bad things that happened, um, I was able to turn it around. And and here I am today doing the same things that, I, that I'm passionate about and that I love doing. And it's because of, go but I couldn't have done it without going through all of that. So I'm actually now appreciative of all of those experiences that I gained. Um, does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the way that it usually happens. I mean, you can, a person um, doesn't necessarily need a coach. You can be your own coach or you can go through um, some of the ways that you, that you mentioned there. You, you listen to some things, you can listen to self-help, you can coach yourself, you can do things like meditation. Those things are going to bring a better sense of connection with yourself in the universe or God or whoever, you know, whoever you would associate higher power with. And those things are going to help you to find clarity and to move through your life journey. And um, I would say that the, the thing about it is it may take a little bit longer or it may seem a little more difficult, but for those who want the extra assistance or someone who wants to maybe move through that journey a little more smoothly, you, you get someone like a life solutionist or even just to plant that seed for you or give that different perspective, which is like planting the seed so that you can move forward. So it seems like that kind of is what has happened in your, um, your experience too. You know, you had 
um, some people who were enlightened on what life's really about and planted some seeds that helped you to also begin to move forward. So that's really what it's about. Um, and so, yeah, that's. Well, the show that I did in, in um, 2003, it turned out to be like um, therapy for me. <laughs> Because I would bring up stuff that happened to me and 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 introduce it to the folks on the show and say, "What about this? What about that? What?" And and they could in they gave me the information, and mm -hmm. so it was that was also by divine design mm -hmm. that I was able to do that and to meet some of these people that were so so eloquent with how they were working with life and dealing with it and stuff, and it's, it really. And, and and what I learned from that is nobody has a perfect life. Everybody has a period, a bad country music song period at one time or another. Exactly. Everybody has a PhD. Yes. <laughs> Everybody has a personal human development experience. I mean, this is this life is a journey within itself. So you're going to have your ups and downs. Um, but it's about how to cope through those challenges? How how do you handle those challenges? Um, and it may be difficult for someone to handle those challenges if they still need assistance in dealing with some past traumatic experiences. So, I mean, there's so many different levels to the journey that some areas you may need help, some areas you may not, but definitely, I think there's also some stigmas surrounding um, even going for help or, um, seeking out someone that might be able to give you guidance because it's a sign of weakness, but it's really not, you know, it's really not, it's no different than, you know, having a friend, um, talk to you, right. Someone who's there to talk to you, to listen. Sometimes if you just hear yourself speaking about the troubles that you're experiencing, it may even just open up, um, and give you better ideas to how to move forward. Um, and, and, vice versa. I think speaking about it is very healthy. Do you find that over time, since you've been um, a, a uh, life solutionist, have you found that, that people are opening up to it more and more that because 20 years ago, it was just like brand new mm -hmm. um, and coaches were coming out and saying, I'm a coach, I'm a coach. And I had no idea what that was because it was a brand new type of, uh, of thing going on. But now are you finding that more and more people, number one, are becoming coaches and number two, are um, open to the idea of having somebody help them? Yes, I definitely see a big increase in coaches um, out there. Lots of um, what is it? Uh, teletherapy and things like that. And I'm glad that that is available because people need or could use assistance professionally. I mean, think about all these professionals that have these different um, um, requirements placed on them, different stresses and things like that. So I'm seeing an increase in therapy and, and coaches, yes. And then people who are seeking these services, um, I do see people seeking them. And, and I think that's really a good definitely a good thing, but there are still a lot of uh, communities out there that have a different thought process in terms of receiving um, any type of help like that. Well, I'm here to tell you, <laughs> your family can't help you because uh, they've got an agenda. Uh, your friends and family might not have any idea what you're talking about <laughs> right. because they're in the same boat 
Um, it is very, it's vital and helpful if you have, um, if, if you're in a place where you don't know how to get out of it, mm-hmm. that you have somebody that has either been there before um, and or has experienced some aspect of it that can help you get out of it because that's so, so important uh, to your better health and better being. You were in healthcare for a long time. You mm-hmm. saw a lot of people come and you saw a lot of people die. I'm yeah. sure in in yeah. your in your period, and one of the things that I want to get across through this show is don't let yourself be that person that sits there at the end of your life when uh, Celinda's holding your hand and you're saying, "I regret not being mm. able to do everything that I wanted to do. I regret loving my family as much. I regret um, not following my passion and following my heart." Do you ever? I'm sure you've run into people like that. I have run into people who have regrets, definitely. Um, and I'm a person that believes that there's no there's no reason to regret anything. I feel like everything in life happens because it, it does. And it's up to you to decide how you're going to move forward from that moment on. Um, and so there's there's really no reason to regret. Uh, I, I don't have any regrets for anything uh, because, like I said, I, I feel like I can change my circumstances moving forward. Uh, for example, uh, you know, if if I feel like I wasn't the best mom, for example, maybe if I feel like I wasn't doing great of a, that great of a job, well, then I know the, that I can change that from that moment on and say, okay, well, I know these are things that I can do from this point on to be a better mom and better things that I can do moving forward. So rather than stew in what you feel maybe, um, you know, you weren't good enough or this and that, just realize that as um, negative self-talk, things that are just kind of holding you back and realize and recognize it for what it is and step out of that and move forward. You, you definitely can if you need help with that. You have friends, you have family, and if you don't have friends and family, you got me, you got other people that are out there that are willing to help move you forward. You know, I'm, I've been very fortunate because I've had the opportunity to talk to people on the air and send, send sometimes before the show or after the show. Mm-hmm. And I'll ask them a question and they'll say, have you thought about this? Nah. And uh, then I'll say, oh, no, I hadn't thought about that. Maybe I should be thinking about that. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it helps all of us in, in, in a myriad of ways just, just to get somebody else's unfiltered, unfil- unfettered opinion about what's going on in our life, then we don't have to worry about them and what's going to happen. Like, what's going to happen in your family relationships if you say, you know, my my childhood sucked, and you're talking to your relative, and they're saying, I didn't know it didn't. It was fine. It was perfect mm-hmm. and stuff. So you have to change your own opinions, I think. Definitely. You definitely have to do that. And I think, I think that... Um, <laughs> You do have to change your own opinions. I feel like a lot of people these days are so focused on what other people like. They, they carry the weight of other people's opinions rather than their own. And so that, that can sometimes derail you from moving forward and being your, your best self or your full self because you're, you're focusing on the wrong opinions. You need to focus on the positive ones that you have and, and move forward with that, if that makes sense, you know. 
it does if to me it makes perfect sense because mm-hmm. in in my life there have been people that said kevin kev what are you doing mm-hmm. why are you do- why are you you had a perfectly good job uh doing what you were doing and now you're taking this this thing on and um it's it's you're putting everything at risk don't risk anything go back to being safe and have the job that that you can have until you retire and stuff and it's like i can people inside of me kept screaming no i can't <laughs> yeah absolutely i can definitely relate to that just even in this journey right now you know i mean <laughs> it really takes a lot of courage it takes a lot of courage to believe in yourself uh, to trust your decisions and your judgments about your life and to put those other opinions of other people out, you know, outside of you and focus on exactly what you want. That's, that is what's going to move you forward. Um, it can be difficult if you don't. And I think that if you don't know yourself, you will find difficulty in, um, in doing that. You'll be more likely picking up on these opinions, but it, you can change that. You definitely can change that. Now, I know you have spent time uh, uh, reading Wayne Dyer and some of the other folks that are that are out there. You know, again, kind of a spiritual and spiritual vein. Do you find that um, if people are just quiet and allow things to unfold in front of them, that things tend to unfold better, and they they have the opportunity to make decisions um, that are more positive? Uh, based upon what's happening, and sometimes we don't see it, and we need somebody to help us see the the turns of events in our lives that are coming up. Somebody offers you a new job, that, or that uh, you 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 have an opportunity for a new relationship, or the you know the myriad of things that go on in our lives. Do, do you find that that people come to you and ask for your help in in identifying that and identifying the things in life that happen for them? Uh, I have not yet had anyone come for for that in particular. It's usually like um, I'm lost and I don't know what to do. And that's where I go into asking them to, you know, share share their life journey with me or share what it is that they want to share. We work from there. I do. Um, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say on, on that, but um, just not in particular what you've asked. No. That's to me, that is the worst statement that I can utter or that somebody can utter, which is I'm lost and I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. That is a level of hopelessness mm-hmm. that is that a lot of people feel. And yeah. I and and that's that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on is that that you can help people because that just that very sentence, which is, I'm don't know what to do, and I don't, and I'm hopeless, mm-hmm. and I feel that's that's got to be a, a horrible place to be. It's a horrible place to be. I mean, I've been there myself, you know, um, and so I know what it feels like, and I feel like it allows me to better be able to connect with that person and give them guidance. I remember um, back when I was eighteen, I read a book by Ayanala, uh, The Value in the Valley. And that was a book that really resonated with me at the time um, because it was just like, wow, that that is my life, exactly what she's talking about right there. Um, and that even spurred me further to 
want to help myself to get out of that and knowing that I'm not alone. And I, I would hope that people that do come to me, for example, know that they're not alone. Um, there are people that go through many things in life and um, you're, you're not alone. There are, there are ways, there are tips, there are methods out there that will help you to break past that. When you're feeling lost, it's not a bad thing. You're usually just right on time and it's time for change or growth. Um, and so it's an opportunity to grow. So instead of looking at it as a, a negative thing, it's just an opportunity to grow. It's your body saying, okay, it's time for change. Let's move in that direction. So that's really is a cool thing. Then if you get to the point where you're saying, I don't know what to do and I have no, that means that you're interested in creating change for yourself at that point, because you're throwing your hands up going, I don't get it. Somebody help me. Yeah, it's a signal for motivation. Once you figure, I mean, and then so let's say someone that comes to me with that, they get that little seed of inspiration. Now they're motivated to move forward, right? It's just, to me, it's just a, a signaling of a need for growth and change. And people may not see it like that in the moment, but as you begin to move forward towards the goal or your, you know, your journey, you're like, oh, okay, I can think clearer oh, okay, I can see things from a different perspective. Let me try to move in that direction. You're going to be going through this life journey and hit the fog. It's almost like driving in a car. I don't know if you've ever driven in really thick fog, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, right? And so you don't want to go too fast because you don't really know what's in front of you, right? But you know that if you keep going, you're going to still be heading on the path that you're, you're supposed to be taking. I, I feel like that even in these days, sometimes if I'm entering something new, if I'm challenging, my, challenging myself with something new, it might hit the fog. I might hit the fog, but I know that if I keep going or if I slow down, right, there's power in pausing, which is something that you were just mentioning. It is powerful to be able to pause and, and say, okay, let me think about what thoughts I'm having. Why am I having these thoughts? Um, and are these thoughts beneficial to my growth or are these thoughts holding me back? So it's all about questioning yourself, like being a detective um, towards yourself, but not in a way that is harmful. You always want to be doing this with curiosity, right? So that you can learn. You want to be learning about what's, what's hindering or hindering you. And another thing that I just want to mention real quick is that sometimes people, uh, they, want to get rid of some habits they have. Maybe they have a cursing habit or something like that. And they don't understand why they're not able to stop. If you try to stop a habit, for most people, not all, um, but if you try to stop a habit without replacing it with something positive, you're going to find that it might be a little more difficult to actually get rid of that, that habit that you're trying to get get. Get rid of it. Yeah. You're going to have some difficulty, <laughs> you know, um, so you have to replace it with something positive and that can be positive things within your environment, saying affirmations to yourself, using crystals, whatever it is, because you want to you want to train your mind to think more positively. Um, and so there, there's just so many ways to do that. And when you go to a coach or you go to someone like myself, they can show you how to use these tools to train your mind how to think more positively because we can also train our minds to think negatively and that can keep you in that stew of not being able to move forward. So there's, there's that. There is that. And that's 
and that that is important. By the way, if you have a cursing problem, I highly suggest that you come on my show, and uh, Nathan will set you straight. Because <laughs> we have what's called a seven-second delay. And if you curse on the show and then he hits the button, it gets cut out of the show. But uh, if you then it, then it becomes a six and a half second delay, then a six, no matter how many times you curse. So eventually you'll run out of it and he'll kick you off the show. But, there you go. <laughs> but so if you've got that kind of a problem. But by the way, again, we're talking with uh, Celinda Wilson. She is in Kent, Washington. And so you can go down there and see her. It's a beautiful drive, wonderful city. I lived there for 30, 30 years myself. And uh, and you can go see her, and or you can do it via Zoom. Um, and But I would love for you to go to, I love this about your website too. You have something called the Coachability Index. Yeah. Which you have people take a little test to see if they're coachable or if they're going to be or if they're going to come to you and be stubborn and not and not listen to what you have to say. I think that's beautiful. Well done. It's helpful. I mean, you know, I'm, I've had um, a couple clients that are they've come to me, but they are they do what's called rabbit holing. Right. So I'm not a good fit for that type of person because I, I think it requires someone who has more skill. I don't have a Ph.D. in that. So but if you are open to wanting to change and you're open, you're at that stage where you're wanting and looking for growth, then yeah, come to me. I can help to give you some tips or guidance or, you know, like I said, a different perspective. Should, is the best way to get a hold of you to go to your website? At, well, website, you can go to my email, which is clarity at celindawilson.com. You can reach me by my telephone number. But yeah, my website's perfect because it has all that information right on it. Very nice. Now we're going to run out of time here and it's been great having you here. I hope you have enjoyed yourself. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm glad to have been here. Thanks. It went faster than I thought. <laughs> faster than I thought. Yeah. yeah. It always does. But before we go, I want you to take a minute and tell our audience anything that you would like them to know. Yeah. Um, anything that I want you to know, you know, there are a few things that I would say some words to live by. Um, and, you know, life is exactly what you make it. And I'm sure you've heard that before, but life is what you make it. So make the most of it, you know, life is too short. Um, and something I think about is that no one in life owes me anything. And it's the same for you. No one owes us anything. Um, also living life without expectations makes life so much easier it really lifts the burden of, of, you know, expecting somebody to have something and then being disappointed by that. And again, do your best to learn who you are. Ask yourself those important questions about why you do the things that you do or um, things like that. And learn that self-love is not selfish. It's more about wellness. It's not pedicures and manicures. It's about taking care of yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally. And, um, you're responsible for your own happiness. We all are. So even if you're in, you know, marriage or whatever, you're still responsible for your own happiness. And you create that by what you, you know, you put out there. Words are powerful. Choose them wisely. You can heal with them or you can hurt with them. So which one do you want to do? Um, and again, just be yourself. And if you don't know who yourself is, again, find out. It's never too late. It's never too late. And you are enough and you're worthy. And that's what I would say. 
That was very good. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I, I really appreciate that. And yeah. then they end up as a short on uh, on Instagram. So uh, uh, that would that's what we tend to do with those sorts of things. And again, uh, Celinda Wilson has been our guest, and I want to thank you for being here. By the way, come back to Kixie at 3 p.m. Uh, we've got a great author, and um, I'll start by telling you that she had a voice come to her at 4 o'clock in the morning and said, it's time to write. <laughs> And we'll go from there. Okay. Again, Selinda, thank you so much for being here. And uh, thank you, Nathan. I appreciate you very much. And by the way, everybody, take care of one another because each other's all we've got. We'll see you at 3 o'clock on Kixie.